Please, allow me to show you something. Welcome back to the Super Junior Podcast. I'm your host, Wade Green. Man, it feels good to be back. It's been a long time. It's been a long, long time. And my apologies for the long hiatus. I had to focus in on the end of the semester. You know, school, that's number one priority. You got to get that taken care of and done. I had to finish a couple projects, study for a couple finals. But don't worry, we are finally back. We are finally, finally back. And we're going to do something a little bit different. This isn't a full episode of the podcast. That will be back in the coming weeks. Instead, this is a random thoughts edition. And if you're a little confused by what I mean by random thoughts, it's exactly what it sounds like. I'm going to give you my thoughts and on random topics I want to discuss with you at the moment. So no, you won't have to sit here and listen to me talk for two straight hours about sports and all the other stuff I like to talk about. You know, about movies, things that's going on in the news. You know, but I'll have to listen to all that right now. I'm going to wait until some people are here and we can have a little great discussion about it. This is just a random thoughts edition. Just going to be a quick little something short and sweet, you know? So without further ado, let's get to it. Unfortunately, due to some technical difficulties, I couldn't share with you the episode my brother Andre and I did before the NBA playoffs started, which was about our predictions for each round and who was going to win the championship this year. But what I am going to do in this edition of Random Thoughts is give you my thoughts on how the Western Conference playoffs turned out. My biggest takeaway was all the wasted opportunities so many of the Western Conference teams left out there on the court. Whether it was OKC, in my opinion, missing out on a golden opportunity to make it to the Western Conference Finals. San Antonio blowing the opportunity to pull off the upset and beat the number two seed Denver Nuggets as the number seven seed. The Houston Rockets, shameful, 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 just blowing the best chance they had at beating the Golden State Warriors after Kevin Durant went down with a calf injury in the game five of his series. Lord have mercy. Or even the Portland Trailblazers, shameful, just blowing 15 point leads like they're going out of style in games two, three, and four against the Warriors when they had no Kevin Durant. Like, come on. Shame. I don't want to seem like I'm being disrespectful to the Jazz, Clippers, and Nuggets, but let's be real. Who really thought either of those teams were getting out of the first round? Don't worry, I'll wait. Nobody besides people who live in Denver, LA, or Utah. And also Charles Barkley, because Charles Barkley had these crazy ass theories where he thought that the Nuggets were going to make it to the conference finals, the Portland Trailblazers were going to make it to the finals, that the Warriors couldn't win without KD. Now, I will say, I did not think the Warriors could win without KD. They proved my ass wrong. Jamon Green and Steph Curry have been showing up. But back to this, 
I did think the Jazz would put up a better fight and that the Clippers would win at least one game at home against the Warriors in the first round. But kudos to them for winning two games at Golden State. That was big, big moves, big moves. 31-point comeback in that first series for their first win in that series. I was really impressed with the Clippers. It's going to make them a free agent destination, as you all know. They have a lot of nice pieces. Montrez Harrell, you know about Lou Williams. Patrick Beverly, they better sign Patrick Beverly back up because I know one team that needs to go get Patrick Beverly, and their initials are NYK because my Knicks need someone like Patrick Beverly. If he was playing in the Garden, because you know New York, they love those blue-collar guys, those gritty, grimy players, the blue-collar player. We love that. So if he's in the Garden, he would get a lot of support, and then you could bring him with KD, hopefully. Wink, wink. But back to the Clippers, as I was saying, one thing I was disappointed with the Clippers about was Danilo Gallinari. I really didn't like how he came out in the series. He didn't show me that he can be a number one or even really a number two. He's a good supplemental type role player. Like the real number one guy was Lou Williams, Montrez Harrell. Like those are the real like guys that you could depend on. Even Landry Shamit and the rookie Shea Gooders Alexander, they played well, but Danilo Gallinari, he did not show up at all. He only had really one good game in that whole series. And that was the second game they won. Other than that, he just did not show up at all. He was not a go-to option for them. But it happens. He just has to go back to the drawing board. You know he can't be the main focal point of your team. He's got to be a role player, a supplemental piece. But back to the Nuggets, though. Nuggets, they... I will say I have to give it up to Nuggets. I have to give it up to Nuggets, especially Nikolai Jokic. I was not expecting him to play like he did. I thought he would have a little bit of jitters since it's his first playoff run. But once he got his feet under him in that San Antonio series, he looked great, man. He looked great. I think the Nuggets are about like a year or two away. They need a little bit and probably another superstar player to go along with Jokic unless Jokic could be a dominant force that actually imposes his will on the game I know he likes to pass the ball and be more facilitated but if he could be more aggressive and a little force to action and make teams have to maybe double him I will see that and then if Jamal Murray can step up and be that number two guy but I don't see that completely from him yet like he had his little struggles in that first series against the Spurs and the second series he kind of played a little bit better and that was a great series against the Portland Trailblazers but I still feel like Denver is about a year or two away a year or two away from really being a factor in the playoffs but let's go to these Spurs man the Spurs 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 what a waste if anyone was feeling bad and wondering why Toronto would get rid of DeMar DeRozan after he was so loyal to the team. Watch Game 7, Nuggets versus Spurs, in the first round of the playoffs again. 7 for 21. Shame. 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 And don't even get me started with LaMarcus Aldridge. Shameful, shameful, shameful. Portland, listen, Portland, listen up. Please do not bring him back. I am begging you. He just left. Let's just keep it that way. He did not do any better than DeMar DeRozan did. He went 6 for 16. He has 16 points. That's it. LaMarcus Aldridge. LaMarcus Aldridge has 16 points in a Game 7 closeout. This man, LaMarcus Aldridge, will score 44 points in the first two games of a series, and then he will disappear for the rest of the time. Now, I don't want to be mean and seem like I'm just 
jumping on DeMar DeRozan and LaMarcus Aldridge. But come on now. Like, I will admit that they had a great game six to force it to a game seven. They had the game six on their home court, and they both scored more than 25 points. They were fishing. They were, like, eight for, like, eight, eight for 12 from the field. They had great games, great games. But they get paid for game sevens and to show up. And for them to struggle and just look terrible in game seven like that and basically have Rudy Gay out there looking have to go back to when he before he had his Achilles injury to keep him in the game come on man come on come on man oh, I'm just really I was really disgusted by those two and I just feel that if DeMar and LaMarcus Aldridge are your best players you're not going to get far in the playoffs you're just not you're not going to get far. You're not going to win nothing. They are supplemental pieces to a championship team. They are not the guys. They're not the Kawhi Leonard. They're not the LeBron James. They're not the Giannis Antetokounmpo. They're not Dame Lillard. They're not, they're not even Dame Lillard. They're not even Dame Lillard or CJ McCollum. Like, how can you not step up and show up in those moments? I just don't get it. And we've seen this for years from DeMar DeRozan. We've seen it for years from LaMarcus Aldridge. I know... Damar and LaMarcus are probably very charitable. They do a lot for NBA Cares. They're very nice guys. They're just good overall good people. But they are not the guys. They're not the guys that's going to take you over that hump. They're not the guys that's going to lead your team when there's no hope and you feel like, damn, we need a basket. I don't feel like those are the guys that's going to get you that basket. I just don't. They're the supplemental pieces. So all you Toronto fans or people who just are like, oh, Toronto is so messed up for trading away DeMar DeRozan. He wanted to be there. He signed back when no other person would come to the team. He said he would stay. Shut up. Shut up. Who cares? At the end of the day, was DeMar DeRozan helping you get past LeBron James? Uh, nah. So who cares? He wasn't helping. He wasn't helping get you get past LeBron James. Yes, we appreciate you for saying that you would stick around, but we need you to win something. We pay you all this money, win something for us. Win something. Now, I know none of you Toronto fans were mad and upset when Kawhi Leonard hit that game buzzer beater against the Philadelphia 76ers. I ain't hear none of you complain then. None of you. I ain't hear none of you. I will dare when you complain after you saw that shot going. You think DeMar Rosen could have led your team in that Philadelphia series? No. Come on now. You would not believe in DeMar Rosen in that situation. So at the end of the day, you won that deal. And I know that's why Skip Bayless is so, he's just seething right now. He's just seething. Every day I hear him talk on Undisputed. I'm listening to talk. He's so he's such a hater. I've never met such a bigger hater in my life than Skip Bayless. To be honest, Kawhi Leonard, you have replaced LeBron James as Skip Bayless' number one hater because Lord have mercy. Skip Bayless will find anything wrong with, Le with Kawhi Leonard. This man is averaging 30 points in the playoffs. Skip Bayless is still talking about, oh, he missing shots in the fourth quarter. Who cares? Did his team win the game? Did his team win? Come on, Skip. Leave the band alone. I know you're mad that he left your team. Your team is whack now because they got DeMar DeRozan and they have DeMarcus Aldridge they had to depend on. But leave Kawhi Leonard alone. Just give him his props and say that, damn, hey, Kawhi, he's been one of the better players in the playoffs this year. Just say that. He can't even say that. He can't even say the man's name. Come on, Skip. You can't act like this. You cannot do it. You did it to LeBron. You can't do it to Kawhi. You're doing it to Kawhi even when he wins. I thought it was bad we used to do it to LeBron after he lose games and they would have one bad game. Kawhi is winning and this nigga's still going in on Kawhi. 
I've never seen anything like this. I've never seen someone pick apart Soa's game after they win. Like, if he was losing, cool, Skip. Have fun. But the man's winning. Now that boy, DeMar DeRozan, oh, I feel bad for San Antonio fans because I don't think he's going to win anything. They need to get another big name star to come to San Antonio so they can be the, the lead guys. And DeMar and LaMarcus could be hey, that supplemental role. And you got Rudy Gay. You got Lonnie Walker. You got DeJounte Murray coming back. You got Derek White. Once you got those, all those guys, I think the Spurs will have something. Maybe they should go get Carmelo Anthony. Hmm. No, they can't. Get, I don't think he should get Carmelo Anthony. He's more of a supplemental. He's not going to be a, a the guy. But I think Carmelo Anthony would do good with a great pop. He could put him in great positions on the court. Next up, another missed opportunity in the first round. <sighs> the Oklahoma City Thunder losing in five to the Portland Trailblazers. Shame. In the interest of full disclosure, I picked OKC not only to win this series, but to also make it to the Western Conference Finals and represent the West in the NBA Finals. With that being said, I was so disappointed in Russell Westbrook in this year's playoffs. We all heard about the survey of the players that had Russ tied with Draymond as the most overrated players in the league. Now, I thought that was complete hate on the part of the other players in the league but I also said that Russ needs to show up and have a deep playoff run this year to shut all his credits up. But no, Russ and the Thunder lost in the first round again for the third straight year. We now know that Russ needed surgery on his non-shooting hand and on his knee. And of course, Paul George needed surgery on both his shoulders at the end of the season. And those are valid reasons for their lackluster performances. But damn it, man, this was supposed to be OKC's year in my opinion. A fully healthy Paul George, who was looking like an MVP before he hurt his shoulders around the All-Star break. And Russ, whose knees, if they were good and allowed him to work on his jumper, would have made it to the conference finals. All year, I was saying if Russ could get his mid-range pull-up jumper back, OKC has the best chance of being the worst. Hands down, I don't care. I still believe that. But no, Russ shot looked broken versus Portland. And Dame, he came to play. He came to play and ended up hitting that dagger three-pointer in game five. Anyone who knows me knows I love Dame and Russ. Those are my two favorite players in the league. So, so I felt great. Like It felt good to see Dame like advance and do play well. But then it hurt because it was like, damn, Russ least play good like if he would have lost and Russ played good I would be like damn okay Dame's just a better player this year but he didn't play good and it hurt my heart to see Russ go out like that so this season felt like such a waste to me for OKC this felt like a waste and don't get me wrong OKC struggles against the Nuggets for some reason during the regular season but I believe they would have beaten Denver in six I don't care what anyone says I believe it you don't have to but I do and I think they would have went on to go face Golden State and they would have had a way better series than Portland did. And I can guarantee you that Russ was not going to let his Thunder get swept by the Warriors when they did have no KD. No KD and Portland got swept? Whew, we're going to get to them later. We're going to talk about them later. Now I know we never know how Russ and PG would have held up considering their injuries granted, but I still classify this as a missed opportunity for OKC. OKC needs to get healthy get some reliable shooters and Russ needs to get his shot back so the Oklahoma City Thunder could be serious contenders next year in the West. And I really think they should get a new coach. My pick will be Mark Jackson. I think PG and Russ will really respect him and he could get in Russ's ear and tell him to slow it down sometimes and make the smart play. 
and take the smart shot. That's what they really need. He needs better shot selection. I think Mark Jackson getting his ear and telling him, hey, maybe you shouldn't shoot that. Maybe you should pass it here. Maybe you should go in and not take this three, dribble in, take a little jumper, attack the basket a little bit more. But Oklahoma City already said they expect Billy Donovan to be back. So me and the rest of Thunder Nation are just going to have to hope and pray Billy and the team can get figure things out. But yeah, man, I just I just want OKC to win. I really want OKC to win. That will warm my heart to see OKC win. And finally, Russ can be like, hey, I didn't need Kevin Durant either. Kevin Durant needs to go to a 73-win team to get his titles. I didn't need Kevin Durant. I didn't need to go do that. I could stay in OKC and win something. And I think Russ can do it. And you know, I was looking at Joe Budden podcast while I was away. And Maul, he kept saying how Russ is the best player in the league. Personally, I thought he was kind of crazy, but I understand why he's saying it because he's one of the players he has to do everything for his team. And I really do feel like Russ is one of the best players in the league and he could be the best if he gets a consistent jumper. If Russ has a consistent jumper, he's by far the best player in the league because he does everything on the court. He grabs rebounds, he plays good defense, he gets assists, he can score. And if he has a shot, there's no one that's better than him on the court. Obviously, Durant because he's taller, Kevin... Kawhi Leonard because he plays both sides of the floor. LeBron James because people still ride LeBron James dick, you know. So <laughs> it's going to be always that. But I really do think Russ could be the, one of the best players in the league. That's why he's basically the face of Jordan Brand right now because he's because Jordan probably feels like he's the closest thing to him that's playing right now. But anyway, next up, James Harden, Chris Paul, Mike D'Antoni, and the Houston Rockets. Shame. do I begin? <laughs> All year we've been hearing about how, oh, the Warriors got lucky. We lost CP3 last year for game six and seven. If we had him, it would have been a different story. Negro, please. Is that so, Houston? Is that so? Fast forward to this year's playoffs. Round two is game five, and it's a close game. KD hits a baseline jumper to bring the Warriors within one. Suddenly, he's running back on defense. He stops, turns around, and grabs the back of his right leg. Reggie Miller is yelling and saying how, oh, he might have a torn Achilles because he just wasn't touched. We don't know what's wrong with him. But all I was thinking, as I'm sure all of you were, oh, it's over. The Rockets got the break they need. James Harden, the man we saw have like 40 straight 30-point games, 10 50-point games, and even a few 60-point games, and average 36 points a game. He's going to take it over and lead his team past the Warriors, right? Uh, nah. <sighs> Steph Curry and the Warriors go on to win game five, and then go to Houston and win that game too on Houston's home court. Shame. Double the shame. Double the shame. Are you kidding me, Houston? Are you kidding me? All that stuff all of you were talking. And you lose in sits on your home floor when they don't have Kevin Durant on the floor. I understand they may be harder to guard, but you have James Harden, the MVP. And Chris Paul, where the hell were you? Where the hell were you, Chris? He wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. 
Chris Paul, he didn't show up in the biggest moments. He basically was non-existent until game six. That's when he came out, he had 27 points, but for the most part for that series, he was just gone. James Harden disappeared in both fourth quarters of game five and six, and once again, once again, Mike D'Antoni got out-coached by this time, Steve Kerr again. Yo, Greg Popovich and Steve Kerr always out-coach Mike D'Antoni. I don't get why he thinks he could beat these guys. First off, if I was Houston, I am not bringing this nigga back. Why would you do it? Steve Kerr knows Mike D'Antoni. He knows all his weakness. He knows what he's going to do in every moment. Remember, they used to be together in in Phoenix. And the reason why Steve, Steve Kerr didn't even like Mike D'Antoni because he was too goddamn stubborn, didn't want to play any defense. <sighs> all I know is Houston Rockets just proved that all three are great when it comes to the regular season. But when it comes to those moments and you have to really depend upon them to get the job done, they just can't do it. They just cannot do it. And by the way, Mike D'Antoni, he wants a minimum of a three-year extension. Negro, please. Why? What have you done? It's the same old story with his teams. Good, but never good enough. If I was Houston, I would make him prove himself before giving him an extension. And I know no one wants him, especially looking at his performance this year in the playoffs. But try and trade CP3 for someone who is going to contribute to contribute something, something to the team, something. Houston will not win with this trio. They had an, if they had an alpha, they need an alpha. They just need an alpha on the team. They have no alpha. They have a bunch of betas and zetas. I don't know. They have, they don't have an alpha. They don't have a lead dog. They need a 1A. They need a one. They have a bunch of twos. James Harden cannot be the main guy on your team. CP3 can't be the main guy on your team. And Mike D'Antoni cannot be the coach of your team. So they need to add alpha and change the coaching mentality and the philosophy of the coach ASAP. There is no reason they should have lost to Golden State on their home floor. Fine, if they would have lost in seven, I could understand that because Golden State is tough to beat at home, even though the Clippers did it when they had KD on the floor. So it it's inexcusable. It's really inexcusable what I witnessed in these playoffs. Just in it's it's just ridiculous, ridiculous, man. I was I I don't even know what to say. I. I one more time. Shame. 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 The final missed opportunity came courtesy of Damian Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers. Now, I didn't even think Portland would even get this far, and I was ready to apologize to them, to the team, especially CJ McCollum for suggesting that they had to make a move and go after Anthony Davis by offering CJ and that their moves of Ennis Cantor and Ronnie Hill wouldn't amount to much. I was going to apologize for that. And as much as I was wrong about the Portland Trailblazers in the first two rounds, in the conference finals, they proved my point I made in the previous episode of the podcast right. Dame and CJ are not going to cut it when it comes to the Warriors. They need a bigger player that can have a superstar impact. Even if they had Nurkic, he would have been on the bench like Cantor when Cantor was with OKC. He, he was basically useless when they played the Warriors. And it was the same this year because he is barbecue chicken when Steph runs that pick and roll. I still believe if you put Dame and Anthony Davis together in Portland, Portland can contend for a title. 
but back to the Western Conference Finals. Although I did not think they could win, they had opportunities in games two, three, and four. When they had leads of 17 points, 18 points, and 17 points again, respectively in those games, heading into halftime and in the third quarter. But in each game, they blew the lead in the third quarter and got outplayed in the second half. Shame. In the past, it's been because Dame and CJ didn't get help. This year, they got help from their teammates. Myers Leonard had a career night in game four. He had 30 points, 25 points in the first half, hitting threes left and right. He was born out of his mind. He was a good role player for them throughout that series. Rodney Hood, Zach Collins, Seth Curry, Evan Turner all had their moments and stepped up. But the key guys, Dame and CJ, disappeared and did not show up at all, especially in the second half and fourth quarters when it mattered most. I was disappointed in Dame. And truth be told, since that OKC series, he struggled in the playoffs. He had his moments versus Denver, but overall, he was not the same player we saw against Russ. I know he injured his ribs in game two versus the Warriors, but if we give him that excuse, do we look at his first round performance differently now that we know Russ and PG had injuries that needed offseason surgery? Uh, I don't know but I was disappointed in what I was seeing in the conference finals and it's not a good look to be getting swept out of the playoffs three straight years. Dame has to get at least one game in these series. Now, the Warriors played great. Steph, Draymond, Kevon, Looney, um, McKinney, Andre Godala, Klay Thompson, you know, they balled out. All of them balled out, especially Steph and Draymond. But without Kevin Durant, I expected way more from CJ and Dame. And they just could not close the deal when their teammates were contributing and for the most part, building these leads in the first half for them. Overall, the Western Conference players were entertaining. The Clippers were a nice surprise in round one. Dame hit that memorable shot in game five versus the Thunder to clinch the series. Denver and Portland had a great seven game series. And of course, the Rockets versus Warriors series was entertaining as hell. But I cannot help but feel like some teams missed out on some golden opportunities. OKC losing early, San Antonio forgetting the foul at the end of game seven versus Denver, and stars like LaMarcus Aldridge and DeMar DeRozan not showing up for their team, Houston not capitalizing on the KD injury, and Portland not closing the deal when they had big leads in the last three games of the conference finals. The Warriors have proven once again that they are just a better team and have reached the finals for five straight years. As much as I can't stand them, they play great team basketball and have earned this break that now allows them to get fully healthy and get KD, Boogie, and Eagle Dollar back before the finals. We shall see if Milwaukee or Toronto can dethrone them. If we learn anything from these Western Conference playoffs, it's when you come at the king, you best not miss. Thank you for listening to this Random Thoughts edition of the Super Junior Podcast. I really do appreciate it. Remember, if you enjoy the podcast, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at superjunior underscore 93. And go like the podcast Facebook page at Super Junior Podcast. Thank you again. Until next time. Hey, y'all. Peace. Yes, Lord. This is shit I want to go out to. Yeah. Yeah. This is shit I want to go out to.